did I take advantage of them yeah. just because I, I, you know, I wanted to satisfy myself or did I have the end in mind, whether you are my future wife or somebody else's future wife, mm-hmm. I don't want to like permanently damage something, your, your heart. Right. Or, yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so I think you got to think about that. Like yeah. either it's your future wife or it's somebody else's future wife. Mm. And would you want, how would you want your future wife to be treated in a dating yeah. relationship? Wow. I like that. Like, say that again. Don't Hi. judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. So break <laughs> bread with your people. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> hey guys. Um, are you going to introduce them? I'll give you the honor to introduce them. I think he should introduce himself at this point. Okay. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back people. We are back with our friend, Greg. Hi guys. <laughs> I brought a friend. <laughs> I, and our friend. I brought my best friend. Wait, I'm not done. Okay, sorry. We're back with our friend Greg, which as many of you know, we well, uh, his episode has been pretty up there mm. on our- Don't say it. All of our episodes. <laughs> so y'all give it a listen. But we are here with another special guest, which is his wife, Garo. Hi. Hi, guys. This is so <laughs> weird for me here right now. We're so happy you're here. We've been talking about you two for a while already yeah. on having you guys on the podcast. Thanks so for welcome. having us. We're excited. Uh, I'm excited to have Kato. I'm so excited to have <laughs> both of you here. I'm excited to be here with you guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, Andrea and Araska have been coming to our crew now for uh two seasons mm-hmm. yeah um we do a home crew out of our home and it just so happens that andrea lives five minutes away so praise it. the lord for that <laughs> um but it's been really awesome getting to know you guys and mm-hmm. now being on this podcast and talking to you about our story so i'm mm-hmm. excited to be here we Thank love you. you guys we're just excited to get your side of the story yeah. for once. <laughs> i just wanted a free meal <laughs> But I am glad you're here, babe. <laughs> Andrea, what, what did you cook today? <laughs> I made duck and chicken lettuce wraps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so good. As you can imagine, so it was amazing. It was really cute. Good. I loved it. I'm really bad with compliments. Anyways. Yeah. Just say no, thank you. It's really you. good. I'm like, sweating now. I, <laughs> Me too. I think today. we've established I am a good cook. Yeah. My mom's a yeah. good cook. You're a great cook. Thanks. Like I don't, I don't wow. know, but the people on this, we're not lying. That was great food. Greg Thank is an so honest much. person. Yeah. yeah. No, hey, I'll I, tell I, you the I've truth. I've told three That's lies my sure. entire life <laughs> and they've all come to bite me in the butt. How crazy is that? Have you ever heard of that in your life? Yeah. Like three lies only in your what life? What do you mean you've told three, only three? I mean, probably like little things, but like three things that I was like, nope, didn't do that, whatever. And then like, they get found out no all way. the time. That's yeah. crazy. I can't do it. Can so you share? a man with no secrets. Yeah, I can t- I can share one, one of them. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, in college. This is a college one. And in, in, I went to SEU, Southeastern, and I was a music student. And as a music student, you had to have a class called departmental recital. It's for no credits. Mm-hmm. You go there once a week, and everybody in, in the departments are using that to practice for their recitals. Mm -hmm. So you have to sit there and you have to watch it for an hour. But part of that class is you have to go to four outside recitals. Mm -hmm. So you go see a jazz ensemble, go see a symphony, go see a musical, something like that. And you have to turn in your playbill as like something that proof that you've gone. Mm -hmm. And so I was 
I was, I mean, I had like one of the busiest semesters ever. I was Mr. Extracurricular. I was literally in a competition called Mr. SEU. <laughs> I was on a TV show. I was behind the scenes on other things. Like there was just so many things I was doing that I just didn't have time to go to do an extracurricular activity. And one of my friends was like, oh, I went to like a bunch of extra ones you can have on my playbills. Oh my gosh. So I turned in somebody else's playbills for recitals I never went to. I don't know. How do you how do you investigate that? I don't. Know. I got found out. No way. I failed a zero credit class. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I had to write a paper, apologize and retake the, the zero That's credit hilarious. class. That's hilarious. That's funny. But how insane is that? <laughs> that These are my playbills. Oh, I don't know. How do you find out like somebody was there and didn't see me there? Yeah. Am I that recognizable? I don't. Yeah, you, you are. I don't understand. <laughs> but yeah, how dumb is that? That's I couldn't so even funny. cheat on a class that wasn't worth any credit. <laughs> it's on my transcript as an F. <laughs> it's like one of the only Fs I've gotten my entire life. And it's because I lied, not because I didn't like do anything. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Well, that's good. That's an example of why I can't God lie. God knows when you're lying or when you're not. Always. Yeah. Always. Good. So I just not lie anymore. Very easy to tell. Yeah. But he doesn't lie i think maybe he just like tries to find the time to s- tell me something mm-hmm. not that At the he's right lied time. about it mm-hmm. but he's just like trying to find the right time to tell yeah. me something and i can tell in his face immediately what's wrong with you <laughs> and that was yeah. kind of like the story of when we started to date we were friends for a really really long time and his face was just telling me something strange mm-hmm. and i was like What's wrong with you? But we can get into that. Tell us. I want to know. Let's jump straight into that. Hold on. To piggyback off of this episode, (laughs) what was Greg's episode called? Oh my gosh. Uh, Two truths and a lie. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, so that way people can go back to it. Um, I I keep making noise with my chair. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let's let's check out our. If you're you're on Spotify right now, you can play along. Go to the show. Oh, okay. Look at episodes. Sort them by most viewed. <laughs> so on Spotify, it was it aired on April twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Wow, almost oh, a year ago, day before my birthday. Yeah, that's when it yeah. aired. Thank yeah. you for letting me do that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah, and um, and it's called Once in the Friend Zone, Always in the Friend yeah. Zone. And we had Greg yes. um, share his story on how he met Caro. Yes, and so. I went. I that was on also the first time I like really <clears throat> publicly dived into my yeah. my previous relationship mm-hmm. the healing process yeah. yeah and then and then i think we really like my kind of goal with that was just like i just need an outlet to share this it's been a very long time i've yeah. been healed for a while yeah. Amen. and i was kind of trying to set a good example for myself and other people of like when you are going through something when is the right time to share right especially when you're leading people you don't want to bleed on people right yeah. so but your testimony is also the thing that builds faith. Right. So definitely. when is the right time to share something that's that serious or something you went through? It's got to be on the other side of your healing. But I kind of waited not only on the other side of my healing, I waited until I was on the other side of like blessing. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of waited a little bit longer. Um, but anyway, the synopsis towards the end there, which was like a lot of people are trying to move out of the friend zone. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, dude, the friend zone is where you're going to hope to stay the rest of your life. Yeah. Right. You know, and so that's... Yeah. And I think that that's Segway. like why I love you guys <laughs> so much because you guys have been such a great example of like when you start off as friends yeah. and then build into a relationship kind of like it's like everybody's so scared of messing up the friendship, but you guys just went for it. <clears throat> yeah, we just weren't scared. Um, I think it's interesting because he shared all about 
maybe that breakup and whole situation that happened in his life. And, um, that's kind of what, uh, brought us together as friends. Mm -hmm. Um, he had been going through his, you know, divorce and I had been going through a breakup, um, with my ex who I had been with for four years. And I really truly thought like this was going to be my husband. And I stayed, I stayed, I stayed, I, I, I endured. I mean, like you just, as women, I don't know. Like, I feel like we just stay so much longer than really we, mm-hmm. <laughs> we should. really should. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you pray and you hope that things get better. But, um, finally at the end of the day, it, it was no more. And we ended our relationship and, um, I was living out in California at the time and I moved back here home to Miami. Miami is where I was born and raised. And so at that time, I mean, I was so broken. I was, um, trying to reach out to a couple of different, uh, friends of mine just for some community or for some help. Like, where can I go? Because I'm going to need help. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot do this on my own strength. Like, I was raised Catholic and so always knew of Jesus and and knew of the church, but I had never really developed a personal relationship with Jesus. And I knew a lot of my friends had and um, just carried so much of the joy of the Holy Spirit in their lives. And I was like, please help me. I need help. (laughs) So um, one of my best friends, um, she actually didn't go to VU, but she had a friend who went to VU and loved it. And she was like, you know, I don't go here, but she wasn't living here at the time but you should try, um, Vu. And so I went and, you know, just like everybody says at the end of the services, I just kept coming back. And then my mom would start coming with me and she actually was the one that pushed me to audition for the worship team. And I was like, I could never do that. Are you crazy? Like lead people into worship. It's yeah. such a high honor and like responsibility. And I took it really seriously because I was receiving so much as a member of the congregation that I was like, you have to just, I don't know, just that you, you obviously have to live above reproach and just mm-hmm. um, have a completely different life in order to do that. And I was still kind of one foot in, one foot out, just attending, you know, just kind of getting a feel for church. And um, finally, a couple of months later, um, I, I made the decision to get baptized at church. I got baptized and then I said, OK, I'll audition for the worship team. And I did. And then I got in. And um, I'm just really grateful for leaders like Manny and Ashley, who really welcomed me with open arms and showed me what it was like to be a worship leader. And it was a couple months in that I met Greg um, at what we call the Creative Collective, which we don't do anymore. I think that was the last time we did a Creative Collective. Yeah, that was the best one. So we stopped. <laughs> we stopped right after that one. But um, <clears throat> Ashley asked me to sing a song from... Um, the, the greatest, greatest showman, showman. <laughs> never enough. And I was like, okay, never cool. <laughs> never. So I went and I did it. So I've never seen her before. Yeah. And he's like and uh, the I, music director. At the did, time. I'm MDing and she just kind of comes out in this like red dress, which Ashley told me to wear. So shout out, sings the song <laughs> and then like leaves. And I was like, I don't speak to you. You don't even come to huddle. 
I was like, I didn't know anything about it. It's like my just first comes time in, serving. Sings her song, sings her solo. I had no idea what to do. Smashes it, like sings it better than the girl in the movie. Wow. To be honest, uh-huh. too much. No, it's serious. <laughs> and then it was awesome. Was little, and then I didn't see her again for like a few months until we actually led worship together. Which yeah. is when you told her about the butt. About yeah. her, her butts on fire. <laughs> that was the butts on Such fire. Such a great story. story. Go back to the other episode. And you watch have it. to, to go it. back. You have to go back. This and episode is brought since- to you by the other. episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is sponsored by the effort. Go pause right now. Stop. And we're back. Break break with your people. Stop. Anyways, so we uh, we we served together that day and like ever since that silly moment we were like Okay, yeah, we're we're each other's people. Like we're gonna be friends. Yeah, and uh, it was ever since then. Like, uh, okay, we, how did you feel about that when he told you your butt was on? She fire? said, "Thank you." <laughs> Let me tell you, did you Andrea. Think it was weird. Things happen when it's six thirty in the morning and you're delusional. Um, just sound checking at the middle of a church on a Sunday after. Lord knows what I did the night before. At that time, I wasn't as like stickler about making sure I get rest the night before. So I think maybe I went to a birthday party. I was super tired. I had committed to serve. I came in and he told me my butt's on fire. Like, what am I going to do? Like, <laughs> thank you. you know what? I'll take the compliment. Thank you so much. Awesome. I don't know if you should be saying this right now, but thank you so much. So yes, I took I love it. it. It was fine. But, um, yeah, we, we, we uh, drew the line in the sand pretty early on, though, because we got to know each other pretty quickly that we had both just been through some major breakups. And so we were like, we need each other as friends. And so that's what we were for each other for a while. Who I drew think. the line? Well, it was mutual. Yeah, it was mutual at first. And then Greg just really permanently <laughs> drew it like just so with a sharpie. Just so <laughs> with with I don't even know what with a brick wall I have no idea of it. I needed to protect myself from you. Yeah, I was scared of you. What was it? That oh, he good. Said? It, good. Did your therapist tell you to <laughs> tell me that? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was scared. I didn't want to. I know me. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I'd hope so. I know <laughs> me. So. Like I, I, I know me from like college. I wasn't good looking in high school at all. And then I thought I fell in love with the first girlfriend that I got. And then I broke up with her in the middle of college. And then all my friends in college, they liked me, but they couldn't do anything about it because I was dating somebody at the time. And then now, so like in college, I, I, I feel like I had a little bit more of this swaggy mojo and yeah, I kind of created like this track record of like, mm-hmm. of like, oh, let me see what this is like and let me see what this, oh, I'm bored. And like, I didn't want to do that to someone who's such a good friend like her. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'd, I'm going to, plus I don't even like you. Like, <laughs> so it's like, it was more like, don't fall in love with me. You oh, know, geez. like it was more it like was a narcissistic thing. It, it was, was not, very narcissistic. it wasn't necessarily kind at first. It was yeah. not kind. Um, it was very much like, don't fall in love with me. Right. I'm not attracted to you. This is never oh going to happen. God. Wow. You ate that your words. Yes. Me. Yes. But it yeah. come, it, I'm not justifying that it hurts. just, I know where it comes from when I was a kid in like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, I was in love with my best friend. Yeah. Like I was Gordo to a Lizzie McGuire's. Oh, you know no. what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I, yes. I, no, I just completely like, doesn't matter who I liked at the time. It would always go back to the best friend. Yeah. Like I, I love this girl for like 15 years. We finally date. And then after four months, like I wasn't, I just, we, we, we figured out that this wasn't going to work. And yeah. so, 
and so now I'm on the other side of this, like, oh, I've got a girl best friend. Like, I'm definitely not falling in love with her and you're not going to fall in love with me. It was like, it was like to an exact yourself. to protect right, myself, yeah. but also to be like, this is not happening to me again. Mm-hmm, yeah. It could happen to you. Ha ha. Like, I don't know, just like a jerk thing. And then I worked through that and I apologize. Yeah. It's been four years of apologies. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. day he apologizes to you. Huh? I mean, and for that one time, sometimes. I'm so sorry. One time. <laughs> and for the other time, I'm so sorry. The truth coming out. If you're coming on here, you're going to tell the truth. I've apologized. This would be your fourth lie. This would be your fourth lie. Love, love keeps no records of wrong. Oh, right, so right, right. it was just you one time. On unless past. you're telling your story. Then. Unless you're, unless you're unrecording your wrong. Is that not a word? Recording. Yeah. Unrecording. Okay. Un your wrongs. How did you protect yourself to not fall for Greg? I mean, um, is that, I didn't is really, that hard to do? No, I really didn't find myself. <laughs> I mean, after that comment, I'd be like, bye. I mean, a thousand percent. Of yeah. course. Um, I didn't have the thought of it at first at all. But after that, I definitely didn't. I'm like, oh, this guy's just a jerk. Yeah. So yeah. why would I, I want to get that end- a lot? My first impression is that for sure. Especially- I, why would I want to end up with a jerk? Like yeah. for sure. No. So I just say I'm loud. He did it to himself. <laughs> really? I didn't have to protect myself. Yeah. He did it for me. So yeah, yeah um, I guess, which maybe was his intention. I'm not sure. But- Were you dating other people? Like, Cause we know he dated cause yeah, <laughs> we, we know Barely. he had a flavor of the month or <laughs> like, two weeks. Ba- well, this is the thing though. That's, and no, I, I will that, come to, I will come to my husband's defense. Save me. No, no, I'm I will. crying right I now. I did I'm not laughing. do these things. No, I will come to his defense. I wash my hands of this. Okay. <laughs> I will come to his defense. Um, he did have like, he did date people. I had and infatuations hey, and he, and he's allowed to do that. He's yeah. a single man. He went out on dates I went on, with women. I went on two dates. That's it. Sure. In actuality, <laughs> sure. I went on two dates. I had, infatuations, had infatuations with others for like girls. months and weeks. And yeah. I'd focus and I'd try to talk and I'd try to. Yeah, where he was trying to but pursue someone. But I was not someone. dating them. Yeah. Okay. I barely, I didn't have any of their phone numbers. Okay. Like, yeah. it's not a repu, like, I don't, I want to clear and it then, up. Yeah, and then he dated two girls, but he's allowed to do that. You go out, you figure out if this person's for you. That's right. the whole point of dating a and date. getting to know somebody. A date. <laughs> one date. Okay, for for the one girl and then the girl after. Like a week and da- a half, you dated two weeks. Yeah. For a week and a half and you both decided or, or realized, mm-hmm. I guess, rather, that that you weren't each other's people or like right. uh, forever partners. Yeah. So you ended those things. Um, but well, I will, what I will say is I've been born and raised in Miami. <laughs> There's your mic. Okay. Over there. I just want to hold your hand. <laughs> I was born and raised in Miami and nothing like what we see out here in these streets. Yeah. This right. man is legitimately just going out for coffee or right. dinner. And that's where it ends. Yeah. He's in no way trying to, cross any lines or, or go past any boundaries that are physical or intimate or anything disrespectful like that. He was legitimately just dating. trying to so get like, to know people. Yeah. I just want to make sure people are, yeah, yeah, yeah. are uh, well, understanding what that flavor of the week means because it means something else in the 305. It means I paid for your dinner <laughs> and I made sure you got home safe. Yeah, that's I love that. it. As, 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 yeah. you, should. as yeah. you should. As early as possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, that's that. But um, were you dating? Yeah. So that that's what you asked. Um, 
I did not date for a while. Okay. I think I, I, I had a long time where I was still <clears throat> not really over my ex. Okay. And so we broke up um, November of 29. No, my gosh, that's really way <laughs> too late. We broke up November of 2017. Okay. And that's when I started coming to VU. I started serving on the team in March of 2018. And I was still very hung up on him, course, who I thought soon. was like the love of my life. Yeah. Um, and so um, in October, he actually called me and he was like, hey, I just wanted you to hear it from me. I'm dating this person, mm-hmm. someone he had dated in the past and he swore there was nothing there, mm. blah, blah, blah. And that also crushed me. So for about, yeah, like a year, year and a half, I had no interest in dating anyone. And then maybe 2019, early on in the year, um, like January to June, I started just kind of talking and getting to know people mm-hmm. um, and maybe went on one date. My, my best friend and I, who she's married now to the person that she found on Hinge, but we were both on Hinge mm-hmm. and I was just too much of a scaredy cat. I've been raised by like a Cuban Mom, who's like, if you go out on a date with someone you met on the internet, you will get kidnapped and die. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Don't ever do that. So I was swiping on Hinge and I was trying to like meet somebody, but I was always too scared. I'd just like talk to them on the app and like be done. Um, but once I started meeting people at church, I was like, okay, I think this is a much more organic way of how I'm going to meet somebody. And I really, um, some words actually that Pastor Rich said really rung true to me and gave me faith and like hope for the future. And he was like, you just keep running your race, the one mm-hmm. that God has set before Amen, you. Amen, sister. And when, yeah. when you look to the side and someone's mm-hmm. running it right alongside you, mm-hmm. then that's, you know, what Simple. God had planned Simple. for you. It's easy it's seamless right it's not hard it's not you know you're not like begging you're not like trying to be someone you're not all these things that we do um you're just literally looking to the side to say okay we're on this mission together we're doing this together so god changes your heart in like an instant and then everything makes sense Yeah. yeah um so that really gave me hope yeah and so i was just doing my thing yeah. Just leading worship. I was serving church as much as I could. We were um, leading crew together. Yeah. And then we started to, Greg asked me to lead crew with him. And I was like, I can't lead crew. Same thing with worship leading. I'm like, I can't do this. Um, but then he, he wanted to lead a co-ed crew and he let me know. He was like, there's really no one else I would want to lead a co-ed crew with. You're my best friend. Like, let's yeah. do this. And so we did, we started leading crew together and that also like, um, really organically, helped us get to know each other even more yeah. Really. And, yeah and during that time you still were like no still yeah. no feelings you're like a brother to me still i never pulled the brother card. <laughs> yeah i that never pulled weird. i never pulled the sister you know card that's thing funny because that's like you can't come back from that <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you can't there's like no, no coming back and not that i, I maybe, and it didn't feel that way yeah maybe oh, okay. subconsciously but but not consciously i just felt like this was a an equal person like mm. an equal counterpart and that's it your roommate like, yeah, like You're just like, like, well, I mean, you guys have been there when we lead worship. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's different. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. And I'm not saying that because it's just me, <laughs> yeah. but it's like no. when we were just friends, we started to know this. Like, it would be that way also. I've led worship my almost my entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've led worship with my mom. I've led worship with like famous people. I've led worship by myself. And like, I, you know, leading worship with 
Carolina is the is yes. different than yeah. anything. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it would and in, and because the feeling was so mutual, it was like, "Whoa, like something is really here." Yeah. And that actually made me double down on the line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, "We have We really it's so special. We, we really like, can't. we really can't mess this up because something happens and I don't know if it's just, you know, vu and high tech and just the different things, but then it would happen at other locations mm-hmm. and it would happen when we're just sitting around in a circle and it would, it just, it was like, there's this powerful thing mm-hmm. where we would, we could communicate and be flowing out the same spirit. Now, the weirdest thing is that she had only been leading worship for like a year. Mm-hmm. I've been leading worship for like 25 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do we have the same worship language? Mm-hmm. How can she sense the spirit that I've trained my whole life to sense? Wow. This is such a divine thing. Wow, it's un that. it's unnatural mm-hmm. for her to be able to have that ability so quickly. So quickly, yeah. Just saying, like it's the Holy some spirit. people are gifted with Absolutely. it, somewhere, but it just seemed like when yeah. we were together, something even more was unlocked. That's amazing. And so, as friends, we'd put our heads together, right in the wings, and we'd say. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to lead together. Like we give it to you. Yeah. Like whatever I sit, like before I get on the stage, I always say, whether five or five thousand, I'm gonna give you the same energy. Right. Now I say whether five or fifty thousand, because I'm praying for like the AAA or the, <laughs> the Caseya Center or whatever. But like and I'm just like, whether five or five thousand, I'm gonna praise you. And then I'd lean over to her and we'd go, Thank you so much. Just to, to, just to acknowledge that we know that we there know is something not. different. Yeah. And then yeah. now it's like we lead worship together less than we've ever had. Very, very little. But when we do, we like, it's wanna, still powerful. Yeah, it's, it's so it's powerful. Like we want to make sure that it's, it's, it's so that, you know, was very special. So both on the side of before we started dating, we really got to make sure that this boundary yeah. between friends stays strong. Yeah. And we had a conversation about that. And then after we started dating, we were like, okay, like now, now we got to make sure. The yeah. boundaries within dating are are strong, oh, yes. you know, and everything is biblical and every and because this we we've already been blessed. Right, we don't have to do anything to get blessed. Right, I don't want to do anything to remove this blessing. Right, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget at conference there was a video that somebody took. I don't know if it was Mike's, uh, Yessie's husband that took a video, or somebody took a video of both of you worshiping on stage, and like even the movement. When yeah, we were like head banging yes, at the same time, the same and both time. of our hair is like flowing in slow motion. <laughs> and I was like, dude. That's crazy! Like that was, how in sync you guys were. That was at that a really moment. cool. That was a really cool moment. And you were married already. We, we were, were married, married yeah. and I had. He had just spent had, three nights in the hospital. I had spent three nights in the I hospital remember. a week before that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge like um, yeah testimony and blessing that he was even able to stand, yeah. let alone lead worship. It was that same week of conference. Yeah, it yeah. was that. And week. I was like, the, I was like, last, the enemy last was Sunday, literally I, trying to take him the, out. The Sunday a before, a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Sunday before that, I was watching church from a hospital bed. I remember yeah, that. I remember. With a Pastor, nose down Pastor. my throat or yeah. like a tube down a my tube. throat. Like, yeah. and, uh, my, and I was like, and then here I am getting to sing in front of like 5,000 people that. and mm-hmm. lead with my wife. It makes no sense. And I'm just like, and then also like, there was just a lot of, I had a lot of freedom. There was at like this moment where I was like, I got permission to do this. Okay, they were going to split this song this way and I'm going to run up the thing this way. And and I watch back the footage, like it's not online anymore, but I've watched back the footage and I'm like, whoa, this looks just freaking epic. Like this is, it just makes me feel like this was just a special moment, you know? Yeah. Anyway. All that to say, yeah, leading worship together, even especially in those early days as friends was always 
um, special. It was always anointed and um, it was something that we didn't take for granted or didn't want to tarnish or disrespect in any way. So we made sure to honor it always and just always put God first in those um, moments. Yeah. You can stop looking at me like that. <laughs> I mean. So wait, so let's fast forward a little bit. So from then on, then you guys lead a crew together and you guys were friends for how long? Like just yeah. friends? Um, mm-hmm. When did we start leading crew together? I the guess beginning the of 2018, 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then one, two, three, four, five, five seasons, six seasons, we were just friends. What's that? Like so months? Two years. Two years? Two years, two years. Okay. yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we were years. just friends for two years leading crew together mm-hmm. and then in 2019 like he said in his episode um around winter time i guess october november is when he started to have these feelings for me and like i was saying like i know him so well <laughs> he's literally my best friend we would tell each other everything and never judge each other and that's just so crazy because yeah. he grew up a pastor's kid I grew up this Miami girl and I never felt like I needed to like hide anything or who Mm -hmm. I was or what my past was like for with him because I didn't have this fear of judgment and vice versa on his end. And so um, when I started seeing him act differently around me and um, just kind of like hold back or just not give not give me eye contact, like just weird, weird. No, um, I, I did it already. I did it. I did it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Just like acting so weird. Like I've never seen him like that before. I immediately just, just called it out and I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, are you okay? Do mm-hmm. we need to talk? Like what, what's going on? Like, what can we talk about? Because we would talk about everything. Yeah. He was like, I, I really can't talk about this with you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, wow it's got to be serious like what's going on in his life that what are these demons that he's fighting off like i want to help um but sure enough he 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 didn't really let me know for a while after um and uh, we went to our friend's holiday party and we were watching movies with our friends and then i threw a holiday party at my parents house i was living at my parents house at the time and um to me, I'm hosting this holiday party at my parents' house. But Greg, in his mind, he's hosting this holiday party with me <laughs> at my parents' It was our party. <laughs> We're mom and dad. In his in his mind that I had no idea about. But um, we, were, we were hosting it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm at the head of the table. You're right next to the head at the table. I don't have a joke. I'm oh, just, okay. Yeah. I'm like, so, I'm just letting you go. We're doing it together. But uh, yeah, supposedly we were doing it together. It felt right. It, it felt <laughs> right. I called you babe and you didn't notice. <laughs> I was putting something in I the said, oven. I said, babe, the oven. I turned around. I was like, oh my God. I just, I didn't, I just I, called her babe. I was in mid conversation with like three other people. So all I heard was oven. It was and just so natural. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Um, didn't hear him, whatever. And I remember Babe. too, we did like an honor circle. We were very intentional, our group Babe, of friends back the then. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm about to mute you. <laughs> Please mute him. He did. Oh a- my God, the oven. Greg, our daughter is asleep. Are you serious? Sorry, Sayla. Sorry, Sayla. <laughs> They're sleep training. So like, this is a big She's deal. She's asleep. I'm watching her right now. My She's good. God. I wish I could sleep that good. 
I don't even know where to like come back from that. Babe. That's fine. Okay. Well, let's move along. Um, anyway, at the party, he called me babe. I had no idea. We did an honor circle. Um, we all said really nice things about each other. It was like a group of friends of ours that we were all single and we would hang out all the time. We were very intentional about honoring each other and just like, um, just expressing how we felt about each other. And so we had this holiday party and I guess this is kind of when his feelings were brewing, but I had no idea at the time. And so, um, later on, I guess in the holiday season, he went, um, on a trip on a road trip with his mom. And I went on a road trip to go visit my best friend in Jacksonville. And we had agreed that we were going to meet in Jacksonville and spend New Year's there for New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> did you already tell this story? Or yeah, I just like, yeah, 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 yeah. So we don't have to do the timeline of events. We don't have to do the timeline. Let's talk I can, about, I can get is my- what is what I want to talk about. <laughs> The mo- they the when I asked you if we were gonna kiss at midnight, what did you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, please, yeah. What did you? That's say. what I want to fast forward. Okay, to. so fast forward, we get to Jacksonville. I, you know, you know, I'm thinking about liking you, but you, but I haven't come to a conclusion. Correct. At he's, this point, you knew he's right? communicated to me that he likes. He you. thinks he maybe I've likes talked me, to her but he's not every day, sure. all uh-huh. day for the last like forever. Uh-huh. We yeah. Facetime at night till two, three in the morning, mm-hmm. all Christmas break. To me, this was normal behavior for like, maybe maybe not till two, three in the morning, but um, for us as friends, like for us, we would talk every day, yeah. not on FaceTime, but we would text and voice memo and chat and do all the things every day. So for me, I'm like, okay, cool. Until finally he came out with it. Said, I'm thinking about maybe I, I'm, I'm not sure. I kind of like you, but I don't know. I'm like, bruh. Okay. Um, I don't really know. Obviously he had been dating previous to that and I'm his best friend. So I know that maybe he's infatuated with this person and then loses interest and then goes on a date with this person. And then, oh, that didn't work out or dates this person for about a week. Now he's not interested. So to me, he's having like just a crisis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He has no one left to like. He's like me. I'm like, okay, get back to me when you figure it out. Thinking in my mind, this will pass. Mm -hmm. He'll be good. And he'll be on to the next, whoever he's meant to be with Mm -hmm. soon, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be me. (laughs) Like I didn't think so at the time. And so, especially by saying like, he wasn't sure all these things. I'm like, okay, why are you bringing this to me? But sure. We get to, um, Jacksonville mm-hmm. and he's there and it's new year's Eve. Um, and we're like outside the fireworks about to go off. And, um, he had already like hinted that he wanted to kiss me at midnight. And, um, I'm like, <laughs> for, face. for what? No, I, I assumed we would. I was like, so yeah, he was like, so, so I guess we're kissing, we're at, kissing midnight. at midnight. La, 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 right? la, la, I'm la. like, so I'm like, do you like me? Did you figure it out? He's like, no. I'm like, okay, we're not kissing at midnight. (laughs) Point blank. Like, obviously. And that was the last midnight. (laughs) (laughs) But did you like him then? Did you figure out if you kind of liked him? No, I was still praying about it. It was literally only She really protected herself. That's good. It was really good. good. We were, we were, we were 29. Like I had grown and learned from my previous relationships and you wanted to do it differently. I'm a worship leader. I'm living, like I'm walking the walk. I'm, I'm, I'm Christian. I'm like really just like serious about my faith and my journey and my walk Mm -hmm. with Christ. And so obviously I respect myself enough. If you kind of sort of maybe might like me right. you're not kissing me at midnight bro right. so um yeah. The, yeah the 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 
the the immature thing to say to that is it only made me want her more. Mm-hmm. The mature thing is <laughs> It mature, made her. It made her more attractive. The mature yeah. me. The yeah. mature Amen me. It made her more attractive because yeah. she drew respected herself. She respected herself yeah. to right. say, "I know what I'm worth." Right. You know what I'm worth, mm-hmm. and yeah. we're not gonna do a little science experiment yeah. right now to figure out if your like is Amen. real. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, preach Damn. it. We talked about we this last episode this. Yep. that we're like, because I asked her, I'm like, "Have you ever begged for love?" And in my past, I have I once. Have. And yeah. I'm like, never again. And mm-hmm. it's a matter of like really knowing your like, yeah, your worth. Never again. Never again. Yeah, but it's worth. it's the knowing your worth and yeah. being like, okay, you don't see it, but I see it. So bye. Walking like it's away. like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and I think that does, that is an attractive thing to have yeah. to carry that security in yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I wasn't doing it. And so we didn't kiss. And um it was maybe a week or two later that 18 days, yeah, 18 days. <laughs> oh my God. Well, no, 18 days later, you asked me to be your girlfriend. That's true. But, um, a couple of weeks later I got sick, but maybe yeah, COVID before it was COVID. Oh, yeah. that's right. He absolutely fell ill with COVID. Did you we, guys pray about this together? Like, not together, okay. but I prayed about it on my own. I'm yeah. like, and my main prayer was always like, God, you know the man you have for me. Yeah. If mm-hmm. this is not the man you have for me, remove him. And I, I got no- deathly sick. I want- <laughs> <laughs> he removed you. And God tried to Try take, to take out. me out. <laughs> God removed you for two weeks. If it weeks. wasn't for your care package, I would be lost forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, man. Maybe you wouldn't be here. I don't know. You saved me. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, no, literally, that was always my prayer. It was like, yeah. and, and I was very confident about it. Please and what were out. you praying, Greg? Were you praying about this? Of course. And what but were you what, praying? What were I pray without. I'm praying like? right now. <laughs> what were your prayers? My like? prayers are like the same. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, I want this to be real. Mm-hmm. I know my relationship with her is real. Mm-hmm. I know everything we've been is real. Like, mm-hmm. I know you've blessed us. You've blessed me with this friend more than I've been blessed with any other friend. Yeah. Like, yeah. She means more to me than any relationship I've had, and I'm not even dating her. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for. If these feelings, that's why I sat on them for so long. So mm-hmm. I had been thinking and praying on them for a while yeah. because I needed them to be real because I didn't want to, I also didn't want to ruin the friendship, the friendship, but I also didn't want to hurt her. Yeah. That was the other thing. I don't want to cross a line and hurt you mm-hmm. and then change my, by changing yeah. my mind. Yeah. yeah. So to I me, it's like, this has to be 100% solidified in my mind. And when it is, then it's, then she'll get her confirmation. Okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. yeah. I think though the benefit of us had being I don't that doesn't that's not English. I think the benefit of us <laughs> being best friends for a few years was that we established and built trust mm-hmm. already. Yeah. And so I trusted you, maybe not with my heart yet, but I trusted you in the in the fact to of not like, hurt you. You're mm-hmm. not gonna hurt me yeah. and you're gonna stop this the moment you know it's not it for you. Right. And, so, and I didn't want to start it until you, I knew it you was You didn't it. even want to start it. Because that's how much I didn't want to hurt you. was yeah. like, I care about you too much so I trusted, to just date you and yeah. feel it out. Right. Yeah. So I trusted you. Because then we can't go back. Yeah. yeah. No, like I we can, you. but we can't. Yeah. You know, it's not like. And so I trusted yeah. you in that. I was like, well, you know, he's not going to ruin this with me. It's too special. So yeah. um, it's, you know, he's not going to, he, you know, 
you can't ever really know, I yeah. guess, before heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But somehow I had peace about it. And so it I felt like that peace was with our peaceful. trust and obviously from the Holy Spirit also. Yeah. Um, so going into it, I was like, if it doesn't end up being us at the end of the day, it'll be okay. Like I just kind of knew that. It, it was a mm-hmm. peace in my heart mm-hmm. yeah. over it. And then I, if it I, is, it is, you know? And for like the first time ever, I, I never had a vision of it ending. Wow. I was really? like, what do you mean though? You mean every relationship prior you had had, I could see how it could end. Wow. That's interesting. Including your, that. including your marriage. Well, like while you're dating, uh-huh. like a dating relationship. Okay. So it's like, Oh, I, this could end this way. Let me make sure I lock it down. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that still ended. Yeah. Like you create realistic scenarios in your head. Yeah. Like, oh, it yeah. I, I think a lot, this. like I think seven mm-hmm. different scenarios about everything. Like, so okay. I, I, yeah, I can always kind of see, oh, if this ends this way, or this, oh, that she hurts me, or I, like, I can figure it out. For this, it was like, if we start, we're not ending. Wow. I didn't know so that. So that's, that's why, crazy. well, that's why I didn't even want to start yeah. until yeah, I knew it sure. was real. Yeah. Like, yeah. I knew that it was, was like, yeah, I said I love you like two weeks later. Yeah. And I did. told you after being married that the next person I say I love you to is going to be my forever wife. Had yeah. you guys well, ever said I love you to each other as friends? Yeah, all the time. All the time. All the time. So, so then like, oh, okay, you know you it was too. different. So then it was so like then this we tension had we not, had to stop. So then while we were leaving, all right. <laughs> I felt weird. Right, see ya. And we said I like you. Yeah. And then we would add more eyes. We would eyes. add more eyes. I, I like you. Either like you. our voice or like in text. I like you. When we started, it was so funny when we started like really like like heavily liking each other. It's like you go from like friendship to like flirting and stuff, yeah. and you're like, wait, what? Right. Yep. I hold on. I love you as a person. <laughs> I also like you. I like you. I like you. Oh my gosh. She's like, I like you too. Um, but yeah, I had prayed about it for a you wanna while. You want to kiss me. You, you want to love me. <laughs> it's so tough. I had prayed about it for a while and um, mm-hmm. that was my main prayer. Hey, like remove him. If he's not for me, if he's not the man you have for my life. Um, but if he is, Lord, like just make it easy. Just make it simple. Um, we don't want to like force anything just because we're friends and just end up heartbroken at the end of the day. So I feel like the Holy Spirit revealed a lot to me in just the way that he gave me peace over the whole situation and, um, and the way that I was feeling like all of a sudden it's so true. God works slow, fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're slow to like maybe get into the situation. You take your time, but then like he can change your heart in literally a day, yeah. a second. Yeah. Whatever it is that he has, the timeline he has in mind is what he's going to do. So my heart changed so quick. And I started getting these butterflies and these feelings. I'm like, Oh, I like him. Oh gosh, like he's better work like, out. Why are you cute now? I know. Right? Now you're cute <laughs> okay, and you're yeah. handsome <laughs> and you're playing that guitar. 
I like it. I want you. I want you to say something because you told us, or at least me. I don't know if you were there, but you mm-hmm. said Pastor Rich was the one that pointed her out to you several times. So no I want to talk about that because I want to know about. This. I feel like you're you've been that voice of reasoning in my life. I mean, I've got. I'm just getting to know, but you have been that person that's always like telling me like, nah, that's not gonna work out. Or yes, is, <laughs> like, or you're like, oh, maybe this person, or maybe not. I hope I'm not being mean when I do that because <laughs> no, I do it a no, lot. No, you're not. Nah, nah. <laughs> it's not the one. Dang. But Dang. Then, She's like, I told him I love him. I don't, don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> but I feel like that's so important because I feel like there's yeah. people yeah, that can honest see things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I saw it between you guys. Before. I think everyone yeah. saw everyone it. Everyone except us yeah. saw it. Think, like we yeah. really didn't Tell see it. Tell me something, girl. <laughs> when we did that. Yeah, we did this song. You guys yeah. going to sing like, this at the end of the episode? <laughs> no, <laughs> please, no. I would love to. My guitar's right In there. The no, I think, I think part of... Uh, Pastor Rich's comments were um, twofold. I think part of it was an inspection point. Huh. I think part of it was he's yeah. a leader. He sees us hanging out all the time. Yeah. He follows us on Instagram. He can see they're posting about we leading crew together. So I think part of it was him going, hey, what's going on between just wanting you to make sure. Just, yeah. just like a man-to-man check. Oh, Anything. Okay. Are you guys crossing any line? He didn't say that, but his, yeah. but he's like, hey, what's going on between you guys? You guys like each other? Yeah. And you're like, no. And I'm like, no, dude, I like this person. Or no, dude, no way. Like, whatever. He's like are you sure she don't love you, man? <laughs> and I was like, maybe, but I know like we like, he's like, and then like four months later. So what's going on with you guys? <laughs> like we lead crew together and that's it. And it's thriving. <laughs> like, it's like, like, I'm not, you know, yeah. he's like, I don't know, man. I just think there's something there. And yeah, it was like two or two, three times like that. That's you know? awesome. And then, you know, he was kind of like one of the first people I texted it and told that it was happening. You yeah. Know? I don't he's think like, it, I knew it. He's like, sure. Yeah. It's been on my prayer list. He said it. Know, at, like, <laughs> he prayed at our wedding, and that was one of the things he said. He's like, "If you know this couple, you know that God's had this in mind yeah. for a long time." Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. I love that. That um, makes so much sense. Now, yes, looking back. Yeah. Well, we have questions because, of course, like Tell we've us. said, every time we say Greg's coming on an episode, people have people questions. People go crazy. And then it's as like, soon as we said hey. Greg and Gato were coming on an episode, they're like, oh God, a list of questions. Um, so the first one is, what mistakes do you think people make in opposite sex friendships? Yeah, I mean, just not like blurring the line, mm-hmm. I guess. Or like, not even not even drawing a lot, not even having a talk mm-hmm. about Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? What are we not going to do? Yeah. I mean, even relationships need that talk, but right. yeah. your opposite sex friendships, I think, need that talk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, we both are very much very open mm-hmm. and and honest, and um, that's just kind of like what our personalities are like individually, and so it didn't phase us to have that conversation. Right. But I know some people maybe... I don't know, they just feel weird or they're not as open to having that kind of conversation. Like, hey, you know, I want to be your friend, but um, don't cross the line with me. It can be very weird or just like awkward to present. Like, why are you saying this to me? It makes it awkward. If it's not received in the right way. So I understand why people don't have that conversation. Yeah, but then it leaves But it's definitely a mistake. Because I think it also leaves, like people who don't want to have that combo, yes, they're afraid of being, sorry, our fridge is, making weird noises um oh my gosh. i i think like people don't want to they want to leave it open just in, in case, case like yeah. one night it gets late and i've been lonely mm-hmm. and we want to snuggle and netflix and mm-hmm. you just leave yourself open to get your own self hurt right 
by allowing there to be an inappropriate line that's crossed right. yeah. because you're lonely right. or you're bored or you just need to be touched that day or whatever. And it's like, if you're really wanting something that lasts, you're not going to settle for that one night thirst trap. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like when Pastor Rich, we just keep quoting Pastor Rich. This is an extension <laughs> of Vu podcast. Shout out, but it's like, <laughs> he says it when, if you're thirsty enough, you'll drink anything. Yeah. So, so like, true. so true. But, so but, true. but what you're, but the only thing that's going to quench your thirst is a long lasting, it's not, it's what you're after, right. not what you're settling for. For right. sure. So it's like, if you're after the long lasting committed relationship yeah. that doesn't last one night, yeah. that right. lasts the rest of your life, mm-hmm. yeah. why are you leaving the door open? Yeah. Why, are you, why are you sharing a blanket? Yeah. Why are you home alone with that person? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'm not home alone with you. Like, I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're going to make a line and we're going to say, hey, we're going to be friends. The moment you want to not be friends again, let's let's have that combo then. It's better yeah. to have that conversation. Yeah. Like, why not? Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? You're leaving a room and then what? And then you hurt each other. Yeah. You cross a line. You regret it. And then now there's 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 not a foundation to build Mm-hmm. an honest friendship with. I think there's just lack of maturity. Absolutely. And that happens. It's yeah. like people not some people how to just confront don't like to have the conversation. Yeah. yeah. It's that it's like or yeah. you want the foundation of your relationship to be built on lust. Yeah. Mm, that too. Yeah. And not things like honesty and well, openness lot, and truth and a lot of it is formed habit like yeah. and and your environment, how you're raised like for me in my past that was normal of like how you would start a situation ship right. with mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. It, it was always lust. So I think it has a lot to do with obviously the way you decide that you're going to live your life. Yeah. yeah. And so if I'm going to be a Christian, I'm, I'm diving all into it. And that means going by what the Bible says mm-hmm. is a healthy relationship. Yeah. There's no, I mean, God's very clear, you yeah. know, yeah. the Bible is very clear. And so, um, yeah, I think maybe that's the mistake people make, but it's not always people's fault. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's environment. It's, it's a, it's a multitude of things. Yeah. Um, but I think once you decide like, Hey, this is what I'm worth. I'm living this thing out for real. Like yeah. I am going to walk the walk and talk the talk. Mm-hmm. Then, um, that decision is made and it's easy to have that conversation moving forward yeah. with any of your, um, opposite sex friends and if you're too embarrassed to have that conversation because of how the other person is going to perceive you then they're not the one right they're mm-hmm. not the one anyway and they agree. actually don't care about you because they're not listening to your feelings and they're not listening they're not to accepting yeah, yeah. you or not respecting, respecting it yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely um okay so then there we have another one that says should you be friends with someone who you have friendship with that rejected you like if you guys if one of you would have rejected the Can other Greg one rejected Gano. Have, yeah <laughs> As a friend or as a dating? Yeah, as a dating. Like once you try to cross that line and the one of you would have rejected, uh, like if, for example, you would have told her, okay, yeah, I do have feelings for you. And then she would have been like, no, uh, I'm not. the." Per- could, could you guys have been friends? So then, yeah, it's a little bit of a different situation because yeah, yeah, we never had, yeah, at that point, didn't have feelings for each other when he said the whole not attracted to you thing. But um, yeah, I always thought it in my mind though. Because um, when he did come out and say it to me, my initial reaction was like, let me know when you figure it out thinking it's going to pass and we'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that if you have that like solid foundation as a friendship and then someone kind of Feels, has like mm-hmm. maybe a feeling, I would say 
you can come back from it. Yeah. Because I thought we would come back from it. Um, it just really depends if it's like a strong foundation that you have in your friendship. Yeah. yeah. If it's like, because we really, really just trusted each other and we were a part of each other's lives daily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I knew it would be okay. But if it's someone, maybe you're like acquaintances with or friends with, but not really that close, it might be a little bit harder to come back from it. And at that point, what I feel like a lot of women and men do is they just ghost the person. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate. Yeah, and it's yeah. not the mature thing to do. But I feel like that's what happens. Um, but I think it should be easy yeah. to just have a conversation and be like, hey, maybe from the person's end who had the feelings, I'm not comfortable. Like, I still need some time away from you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so let's like try to hang out maybe in a few months yeah. or from the person who was getting that love professed to them. Hey, like, I still feel kind of awkward when I'm around you. Yeah. yeah. Can you give me a little bit of time and I'll see if maybe this goes away? Yeah. I think it depends on how good of a friend you were. It depends, yeah. And if you don't want to be a friend with somebody after being rejected by them or vice versa, then mm. what was your motive of being friends with them in the first place? Mm -hmm. Unless it one. was a, unless it was an, uh, um, what's that thing? Ulterior an ends to a mean. Yeah. yeah. An ulterior motive. Oh, I'm using friendship with them to get to the yeah. next step. It's like, that's not, were you Actual there? Were you a genuine friend? Definitely. Yeah. So I've, I've, I have a best friend now that we, I talk to all the time and there was a period of time where we were both single and hanging out a lot. And she said, Hey, we can't hang out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get feelings for you mm -hmm. and I know mm -hmm. we're not for each other. Right. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to step back a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, ah, is there anything I can do? I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And she was like, I know it's not the right thing. I'm not even going to go there, but I, in order to protect our friendship, I'm going to take some time That's away smart and mature yeah. from and, her. and, and, and we'll be fine. And That's I was great. like, well, yeah, a couple months That's went great. by. Yeah. Best of friends again. That's you awesome. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, yeah. I think that's, but I've had those kinds of friends my whole life. But right. that's good. It's you know like I mean? able to voice it's healthy. It. It's yeah. super healthy. That's why yeah. I believe that guys and girls can be friends if they have these kind of conversations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like there's and it seems a lot easy of people enough. that are like, oh, a lot of people guys don't and agree girls with that. can't be friends. And I'm mm -hmm. like, but you can. It's because they don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. oh. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> sorry. everyone sorry. is, <laughs> everyone's entitled to have their own opinion. They can. We have ours. You're wrong. <laughs> We should clip get a real and like, and like zoom yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, He's like, gonna cut the clip himself, yeah. so wrong. don't worry. That's wrong. Awesome. wrong. So in his episode, you oh love my that. Gosh, in his episode, Venezuela. he talked about his list that he had. Did you have a list? And did oh, Greg course. match your list? Nope. Okay, I want to know because Greg did not I'm short and white and all these things. <laughs> One of the questions okay. here says, do you think people hang on to preferences and things like feelings and attraction too strongly or like an ideal list that they have? Um, okay, this is my thing. My list was not physical. Uh -huh. I, yep. I guess like my whole life, I've really never had a physical type. Uh -huh. I've always just been attracted to a personality. Mm -hmm. But then when I um, became a Christian, I... Is was way more attracted to morals, values, of course, like how they treat their family, how they're going to be as a dad. You know, those were the kind of things that were important to me. And so I didn't really have physical attributes on my list. Mm -hmm. um, it was more so like um, 
just spiritual, like needs to put God first in mm-hmm. their life. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah. It's like simple enough, but really a lot of women sacrifice that, yeah. that are believers. And I'm like, how's he going to lead your home right. and your family? If he doesn't have a genuine relationship with God, <laughs> he's my number one fan. Um, but that, that was number one, obviously. And then just like, um, kind, um, just open, honest, mm-hmm. loyal things that like you cannot buy in this life that are really the things that are going to sustain a mm-hmm. marriage Absolutely. and, um, being parents together. I mean, Greg and I became parents, uh, in 2023, we have a daughter. She's nine months old. Her name is Sayla and she's perfect. Yeah. And she <laughs> is not forget the light of our lives. It's such a like cliche thing to say as first time parents, she's perfect. but she really, really is, yeah. but there's no way you could parent with mm-hmm. someone. I don't know how non-Christians parent mm-hmm. and yes. stay married. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's so hard. We've mentioned this before. Yeah. Too. Like, I don't know how people do it without yeah. God. I don't know how mediocre Christians parent. It's yeah. the most you got to be on fire, dude. I yeah. mean, it's the most fulfilling, beautiful thing, but yeah. it is so hard. And yeah. so yeah. if you don't have a partner that carries all these attributes, mm-hmm. like patient, oh my gosh, Patience is so important, (laughs) not just with me, but with our kid. And so it was really, um, my list was really mostly about those kind of characteristics that I was looking for in a man. And he absolutely um, carries all of them. So I'm really grateful for that. I love that. I have a question. Um, What do you think about being friends after dating that person? Like being in a serious relationship Mm -hmm. and then being friends, like becoming I mean, for me, I know Greg, maybe his opinion differs because he's had different experiences. Mm -hmm. You're wrong. (laughs) I'm kidding. Sorry. Just like make it a button at this point. (laughs) You're wrong. You're Um, entitled to your opinion. My opinion. I've never been able to stay friends with an ex that I've had Mm -hmm. um, to protect myself first and foremost from ever having those feelings come back. um, I just needed to set that boundary but also because most of the time it was toxic relationships. And Mm. so it was not a good ending. And I don't want you to be a part of my life. I don't want to think about what happened. I don't want to see your face. I mean, it's kind of mean, but it's not because it's, I need to guard my heart in that way. And so for me, the answer is I just, I I don't speak to any of my exes nor do I have the desire to. So what about you, Greg? I, I think there are there are healthy ways to do what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, that like if the the breakup was painful or this, let's say you 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 have grown to a place where you're not even the same person you were when you started dating that person. That makes sense. So like you wouldn't even be friends with your ex mm-hmm. at this point. Right? No, I definitely wouldn't. Correct. Mm-hmm. So there are there are exes that. I have that I, they wouldn't fit in my life as a friend right now to begin Mm -hmm. with because they don't have the same values. They wouldn't go to the same church. I wouldn't want them around my kids. Right. Okay. So those people I'm not friends with anymore. Right. Out of the fact that our beliefs are different. Our values are different. Our way of living is different. All of the people that I've dated that do have the same similar values, similar beliefs I'm friends with. Mm -hmm. I can talk to. But those were the two week relationships no 
serious relationships? Some of them were four months. Oh, okay. okay. Some okay. of them were never like really dating, but like had serious feelings. But no, for I love you or? No, I love yous. Mm, okay. But that's this what I'm saying. Thing, though, if too, you like, successfully, if you end the relationship in a successful in a way. Right way. Not in a way. Can. Not in a way that doesn't hurt. Yeah. Ending relationships hurts. Yeah. Oh, they but hurt, of let's course. Let's say I didn't yeah. cross the line with that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have sex with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't make them promises and say, I'm going to be with you forever yeah. and then leave. Right. I was very real to the moment. Right. I only said I love you if, if I knew I loved the person. Yeah. You know, I was very real with it. Didn't cross any of those boundaries. And at the end of it said, hey, you're not the one. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you're my wife. Yeah. And, and whether you agree or not right now, I think eventually you'll see the same thing. Right. Because we both eventually. need to be on the same page with yeah. a decision like that. Yeah. Of course. There's a there's a right there's a correct way to end a relationship. Now, if you have had sex with that person and if you had said I love you forever and like you complete me and like you just fill the relationship with all of this stuff that you say in relationships and then you go back and at the end and you're going, "Hey, I don't like you anymore. I don't love you. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be together." And it's like I don't really know you yeah. because yeah. you've you've either lied to me this right. entire Deceived time, right? Or you're lying to me now or you hurt me, yeah. you know? So I didn't make promises I didn't, couldn't keep mm-hmm. and I didn't cross boundaries that right. God told me not to cross. For those people, yeah. Well, there's no reason why after a moment of healing, yeah. when we both come to the realization of like, now, do I want to be friends with all of them? No, but some of them have stayed there's in my some, life forever, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. and I love them and I'm at their wedding. Yeah. For their husband and I'm celebrating their kid's birthday party yeah, and right. their new husband knows that that person had a dating relationship with me. Yeah, it's not a secret. It's not a secret. Yeah. And I'm sure that she's told him everything that we've yeah. gone through and everything. And I didn't backstab that person. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're like the biggest, like how much could you love somebody when you find out? This sounds like a good clip, so I'm going to start over. How, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> how much does it take to love somebody for real when you realize that they're not the person for you? Mm-hmm. And now you have to love them enough to let them go. Yeah. Wow. And become a cheerleader to their life. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I want to stay in that person's life and love to watch them prosper with the person they're actually supposed to be with? Right. So for the time being that they were with me, did I do anything to hurt them and scar them for life? Mm-hmm. Did I... Did I take advantage of them yeah. just because I, I, you know, I wanted to satisfy myself or did I have the end in mind, whether you are my future wife or somebody else's future wife, mm-hmm. I don't want to like permanently damage something, your, your heart. Right. Or, yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Right. And so I think you got to think about that. Like yeah. either it's your future wife or it's somebody else's future wife. Mm. And would you want, how would you want your future wife to be treated in a dating yeah. relationship? Wow. Oh, I like that. Like, say that again. <laughs> the person you're dating is either your future wife mm-hmm. or spouse, or it's somebody else's future spouse. And you have to say, when I'm talking to my wife about our previous and past experiences and getting to know each other, you have to think about, okay, what do I really want this person to have gone through? Mm-hmm. Do I really want to, I can't say it better than I said it the first time. I know. But what I'm saying is, how is, would you want to treat your? I yeah. When there, there, there are some relationships that we both had, and we've both been treated terribly. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be the person that treated somebody else's wife terribly. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so good. I That's why that. I made you say it again. That's, that was really, so really good. good. Sorry, listen to it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. So to wrap up, um, how has being married shifted your relationship from before when you were friends? So what has changed now that you're married? And obviously we parenthood. could have sex now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good factor. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> we still haven't, but we could. No, I'm kidding. I'm a kid. I think, I have a baby. I mean, that we have. <laughs> Um, you you go. No, I think everything's everything's better. I feel like um, I'm just really grateful that we really um, had that conviction mutually to carry out our relationship when we were dating mm-hmm. in a Christ-like way. I mean, it's like I literally say these words and I don't recognize myself because because <laughs> you were Miami girl. <laughs> if anybody knew me if anyone is listening who knew me when i was if you're driving to the club right now if you're at club live right turn now, around no 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 if i was 17 18 and just like in college um just lived the life that i lived if you are hearing me right now you're like who is this person you are not that person but i am now and so it's just encouraging because you can like be made new in Jesus. And so first of all, just grateful for that. But secondly, like I was saying, um, when you mutually come to the decision that this is the way we're going to date, we're going to date the way it's outlined for us in the Bible, because we believe that there's favor and blessing on the other side. And God's been so good to us that we can't dishonor or disrespect him in any way. So we both had that like conviction strong. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you date this way, and you go to the other side and you get married and it's this beautiful thing. Like there is so much favor and blessing on the other side. We've been so blessed. And even the way that our love grows for one another that I never thought was possible. Yeah. You know, you grow up and you see these marriages that end or these, these, uh, uh, husband and wife that treat each other so poorly. And yeah. you're like, What's really all that great like about no marriage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who yeah. wants to do that? And so for us, I'm just grateful for the fact that, you know, God continues to renew our love for one another, gives us like fresh, fun things to like get to know about one another. And it's a lifelong journey. So thank God, because we'd be bored, you mm-hmm. know, in year three, if, if it wasn't this way. Um, and so I think marriage has changed. Obviously the foundation of friendship is still there. He's still my best friend Mm -hmm. and that's who I want to grow old with. That's why we are doing this together. But being on the other side of marriage, you know, it is a, it is an honor. It's a sacrament. It's a blessing and it's God's design, um, that, you know, man and wife would come together and, and just, you know, become one flesh. And that's what we've become. And I just, yeah, I, I think it's just made everything change, but for the better. I think it's absolute insanity that people would try to do it a different way. Yeah. Well, I it mean, blows my mind when people people are like, <laughs> you can't say it's absolute insanity. I feel like most of the population they're insane. Does it the other You're way? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. But they, you are not only not only are you wrong, <laughs> you're biblically mio. wrong. <laughs> no, seriously though, once you've done it the right way, you just said, well, I don't even know how I'm saying these words. Well, we understand. You wish that. you could go back and talk to seventeen year old you. I do. Me too. I was a 
idiot mm-hmm. in a yeah, rock band. I think band. after after doing it wrong yeah. and backwards, and then when you do it right, you're yeah. like, wow, okay, yeah. I could have but saved myself so say, much heartache. Yes, yeah. but that's not to say that people. I mean, I know people a do lot it left of, and right. I yeah. know a lot of like husbands and wives that are married, and they're great. It's incredible, and uh, it's worked out to for you? them. Yeah. 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 But it's who knows, worked out. Who knows what they're no, like? No, but I, I have friends too that it's worked out for yeah. them. Yeah, and, it's like, and okay. they are so in love. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, it's 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 great. But sorry, I, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, it's insane. This is a you. podcast. It's a conversation. <laughs> it's a Cuban conversation. You cut each other off. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it kind of blows my mind that that anybody would try to do it the wrong way and think that it's the the right way. Like, yeah. there's a right way, you know, and. Um, as much as our relationship is an example to other people, it's not perfect. No, it's right. definitely not. And so perfect. that's the thing. I think I think we're very the first ones. You guys are in our our, our small group, our crew. So mm-hmm. like, you guys are you guys observe us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get in little arguments. We get in little tiffs. We get in little things like we get in big arguments. Mm-hmm. Some of the most some some of the reasons why I love her so much is because she's forgiven me so much, mm. and that is a biblical thing. She loves much because she's been forgiven much. Like I, I love her more today than I did yesterday mm-hmm. because maybe I screwed up and I did something stupid and she chose to forgive me anyway. Yeah. And yeah, like, I don't know. Like, what was the question? <laughs> it's choosing each other every day, technically. Yeah, like. How has marriage? Yeah. Like more than anything, yeah. I love the fact that you're saying this because I do feel, and I see it so much, especially now you're getting to know all of us in our single stage and everything. And I just yeah, feel it's been like very people Stop. overcomplicate things so much. And dude, it's not that dating. hard. It's not that that's hard. What we, that's what I say. I'm like, it shouldn't be this complicated. But sometimes we yeah, feel like the is. men overcomplicate it. Like we're yeah. all like, I would say marriage is hard. Oh dating is not hard. It shouldn't no. be no, hard. Marriage is effort. Marriage is hard. It's but being a parent is hard. Be, yeah. Yeah. If you think dating is hard, then, yeah. then you're not ready to be married. I don't yeah. see it that way. That's the I frustration think. that I think that we, when we talk about, because we're like, man, like we just want to be pursued in the like healthy way. And men sometimes it's like, it's, it's like we wrong keep man. it simple and then these men complicate it. And yeah. it's like, dude, I just, I just made it easy for you. Like, really? <laughs> it's the wrong man. Come on. It's the wrong yeah. man. Yeah. The right yeah. man will come Maybe along. Maybe we should start like. And pursue. We'll help you. you. <laughs> Podcast. No, no, no. We we're not starting anything, like you said. We'll start a sister podcast we not, called. We're not doing called, a sister called podcast. the the bread and wine podcast. We're not doing that. And it'll we'll drink wine and we'll get really honest with people. You and, can do that alone. Just, you're wrong, and I'll support and you. You're wrong. You're wrong. Sips wine. You can do that. No, alone. I think marriage is. I mean, marriage. I think it's only made our relationship grow sweeter. Mm-hmm. It's only it, 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 it it's makes it con- It's confrontation. Mm-hmm. You can only hide something from your spouse for so long right. until you, until they figure it out right. or until you get guilty enough to go, I have to get this off my chest. Yeah. And then you're met with, if you would have told me this sooner, this would have been easier. Yeah. 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 And it's like, ah, true story, man. Like, and you can't go, you can't leave the house. You got to stay. And yeah, you got to stay. Mean, you got to sleep choose, in the same bed. You choose, after to, you choose to stay. You yeah. choose to stay. You, cho- yeah. you have to choose. You try to, work so hard yeah. not to go to bed angry because mm-hmm. I really I can't sleep when that stuff happens. So you, you work yeah, on terrible. it. You, you figure it out. You go to counseling. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. You go to counseling even when you don't need it because yeah. you develop a, because you need to develop a relationship with the counselor yeah. and being honest with them and talking to them and not throwing your spouse under the bus in front of the counselor. Mm-hmm. Right. You get used to that conversation. So you go to counselor for your tune up. 
you have you know twice a year and then when stuff gets hard you go to your counselor more often once yeah. a month twice a month you do separate sessions yeah. you go to the counselor sessions together sessions together mm-hmm. like that's, that's awesome. okay i love that. that doesn't mean you're that doesn't that that is a healthy thing to do I that's a healthy it. decision i love therapy you know what i'm saying i love therapy too you <laughs> so do you, I. you talk to other marriages and people <laughs> that you trust yeah. Yeah. yeah hey i'm going through something this i just need an accountability that's partner awesome. on this yeah. i need to bring you along on the journey mm-hmm. this is what we're going through right now it's people above you it's people beside you um, having a having a baby really changes things yeah. because you bring in different preconceptions of how to raise a child and right. you have to have conversations on the that. way you were raised. The way you were raised is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Her being an only child, me growing up in church around dozens of kids. Yeah. You're an had, only child as well? No. He has a sister. I have a sister. Oh, okay. She's the only child. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I grew up around kids my whole life. I used to be a babysitter. So like oh. I used to work in the nursery, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. So I'm around kids. I, I know how to change diapers. I know, I've been doing all that. She hadn't changed a diaper in years, years or yeah. ever. Since I babysat. Yeah, like I, I used to babysit when I was yeah. in high school. So it's like yeah. there's Not. things. So like talking about those things. Yeah. What do you know? What don't you know? What, how, you know what I'm saying? So I'm taking charge on this. You're taking charge on that, yeah. whatever. Um, it's teamwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then there's a season of like, okay, well, I kind of just feel like we're both operating the household. Mm-hmm. We're roommates so for we're a room- little bit. So right this week yeah. we felt like roommates. You now, get carried away. This week I felt like mom and dad, but I didn't feel like husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so you have to find... You okay, have to communicate that. And a lot of times... Ooh, this is going to be good. You're going to love this. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> You're wrong. This is going to be good. Help me, Holy This is going to be good. You know what helps me get... When we go through those times where we feel like we're just coexisting mm-hmm. or we're roommates or I'm dad, you're mom, we're taking care of the baby, yeah. go make dinner, I'm going to go do this, we didn't do the laundry, and you just kind of get caught up in the orientation of the tasking of the house, mm-hmm. and you're like, where's the romance? The thing that helps me feel like husband and wife, you know what I have to do first? Best friends. Mm. <laughs> I have to remind her and myself that we're best friends and that leads us back to the romance. No way. It's true. Think about it. That's no, it's awesome. true. Think about it. Mm-hmm. I can't just go, hi, wife. <laughs> I have to make her laugh. Yeah. I have to say something funny. I, love that. I have to do an inside joke. Serve I me have in to a way. Serve her some way. Mm-hmm. I have to we have to play a board game yeah. with Uno. We have an Uno card on our on our on our fridge because of one night we played Uno and we I just gotta remember <laughs> like at the end of the day, if something if we played Uno, it will reset everything. Mm. Best friends. She wants to feel connection. leads us yeah. back to Thanks. husband and wife. I love yeah, that. It does. Wow, isn't it that does? crazy? No, that's yeah. why so I said true. I was right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> you were definitely right. I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. Like, like, isn't that cool? I'm crying. That's cool. <laughs> think about that. No, I was just true. think. I was just thinking about that. Like on no, the way down true. here. Like, yeah. There has to be a moment of wow, you're my best friend, and you're so hot right now. Like, yeah, it's like both. It really, things. and so if that is not proof positive of that best friend, what the hell are yeah. you doing? Stop trying to sleep with her mm-hmm. and get to know what, like, who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just, just do it. Like, just be someone's friend with no freaking motives, man. Yeah. At the end of the day, what what happened? You gained a friend. Yeah. Well, what if she likes me and doesn't like you? Probably not going to happen. You're holding yourself too high, bro. Yeah. Yeah. She don't like you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love that. So what are what are tips on well you got think it's 2024 and think you guys are married so you you don't have to struggle with this. But in the dating scene now, what what tips can you give? Oh god. For those that are looking for serious dating that create lead? an AI girlfriend and call it a day, bro. <laughs> No, I feel like if you ask Greg this question, we'll Greg, be here well, all for night. men, for men, for men. Okay, go in, ahead. In, <sighs> and then Gato for for women. Okay, get on your knees <laughs> and pray. Stop. Just tell them, Beast. don't complicate it. I, that, that, I mean, the first thing she's like answering the question like, for exactly. Nebraska, Nebraska, what would you like Greg, me to tell all the men out there? Just make this one point and be done. Just I'm to gonna buy mature. you flowers. <laughs> I did. I bought you flowers. <laughs> um. Mm. Watch an 80s movie. Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> it's true though. They pretty, didn't overcomplicate it. I'm kidding. Like, Showed up with a boom. Have box. you guys have you seen this? Have you guys followed this guy on Instagram? I've reposted it a few times. No. The guy that's like dating then versus dating now. No, no. And it's this beautiful cinema. Like the the first one he posted is of him in a diner. Mm. And it's like a girl walking up to him in a diner and it's like beautiful and it's very cinematic I and it's, it's like old this. time fifties. And then dating now is just him swiping, swiping, oh, swiping. Horrible. And it's like the color treatment is just oh, awesome. I did see this. I did it's see this. so cool. Um, they're really awesome. So like I, what I'm honestly <laughs> trying to say is like the old school stuff works. It does. Mm -hmm. Being like, chivalrous works. Being chivalrous works. <laughs> Um, buying flowers works. Mm -hmm. Being thoughtful works. Picking her up at her door, walking her to her car, opening, opening the, the door, door works. People, this the guys think that every woman wants to be the intimate, the independent BA woman. Yes. No one can show me nothing. Oh, yeah. No one can do me nothing. Like I can take care of myself. Or on the flip side, they think that all those things means that she's high maintenance. Oh, yes. Yeah. So and it's not high maintenance. And girls think that that's like. Okay, that's who you can be in the business world. Like, go after, be the entrepreneur. At the end of the day, I know you want someone to open the door for you. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's just, it is how God made us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is. It's just, I'm we not saying, I'm just, I'm not saying that like, like men are, are the hierarchy of men are above women. God made man and woman out of his side. Mm -hmm. They are meant to be walk next to each other. Mm -hmm. But the way we hold hands, my hands on top because I'm leading. <laughs> and I have, I'm the first one that gets to the door. So I'm going to open it. For, you know, I'm saying like open the door for her, buy her flowers, make her make eye contact, put your phone away. Yeah. Like don't have it on the table. Put it on. Do not disturb. Yeah. Pay for the freaking meal. Like even I'm not. Oh, there's not going to be a date number two. Let's split the check. <laughs> Pay the freaking twenty dollars because we know you only took her to Cracker Barrel anyway. Like, <laughs> I don't. It's all all it you can takes eat. You to bread sticks Barrel on the <laughs> first. All you can eat breadsticks at Olive Garden. That's not the one. Pay the nine ninety five. <laughs> like the old school stuff works. Not the one. So that's that's like that's like superficial things that mm -hmm. you should freaking know. Like yeah. that works. What's deeper than that is. No one's going to be attracted to you until you are attractive. Exactly. Until to yourself. You, to yeah. yourself. Mm -hmm. So like, are you the man you really want to be? Oof. You know what you helps date me? You? I taught a college class mm -hmm. today. <laughs> would you date you? Yeah. We had our, our no, last you know episode what? was called you Would You Date You? Oh, there you go. We listened that. to it, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but I will listen to no, it. No, you will. We got long drives. <laughs> we do. The thing that gets me going right now is not like, I used to be like, man, am I... Am I a man that my future wife will be proud of? Mm -hmm. You know what gets me going now? Will my daughter does my will my daughter look up to me? Yeah. Wow, she's going to. 
Wow. Am I am, am I, I the kind of man that like, my daughter would marry? Am I the kind of marry? man that my that I would want my, my daughter. daughter to marry? Yeah. yeah. Or is she going to marry some or date some weird guy in spite of me? Mm-hmm. Childhood. I mean, how so you it's like so so maybe if like if you're if you're thinking like oh like you know I don't need to be I don't need to grow up or I don't need to mature like I just need to find a woman blah 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 and I need to, I need to make sure I'm in love. It's like no like your focus could be. Am I a man that's worthy of love mm-hmm. and worthy of giving love? And then, and am I going to be a good husband? It's like go further. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I a man that my kids will look up to yeah. and be proud of to call their father? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta think so much farther in advance. Yeah. And, and go, wow, like, am I, am I becoming that guy? Right. What am I doing today to become that guy right. tomorrow? And it's like, because before you know it, you got this little thing in your hand and you're like, man, I'm such a screw up. Mm-hmm. And now I have this little thing that I just can't screw up because I love this thing too much. I yeah. love my wife too much to screw her up. But like, you know, now yeah. I now I actually have to get my act together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good. What, what do you think? Out of <laughs> How do you fall in that? There? What do you mean? No. I was stumbling all over the that place. That was so no, good. No, no. Thank you. It was wrong. <laughs> um, no, I just think like don't settle Mm-hmm. quite plainly yeah i think it's really it's really easy don't kiss him at midnight if no. he doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> if he don't like you don't kiss him bro no um yeah don't settle i think it's something that i i have done for sure in the past and i've learned from because you're lonely or because you like him a lot but you know he's got x y and z thing that is not going to um end up being you know like a lifelong commitment worthy of your love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, I would say don't settle for anyone who is not the, the man God has for you. Number one, and number two, know your worth and stick to it. Mm-hmm. Like just stick to it. If you know your worth and you compromise, I mean, you're letting yourself down at the end of the day mm-hmm, yeah. and you're going to regret it and you're going to feel so bad and you're going to feel guilt and shame. It's not meant how, like, that's just not the way we're meant to walk. <laughs> yeah. So if he's not pursuing you, you know, all these things that are supposedly like just things of the past, right. they're not. <laughs> this is the way we've been designed. And I truly believe that it makes for just a better relationship and then marriage at the end of the day, when a woman feels like he sees me, mm-hmm. he sees my worth. He doesn't, he's not discounting it. Yeah. He's going the full way. Like yeah. he's, he's doing everything that he's meant to do in order for me to reciprocate like these feelings. And, um, so yes, I would say don't settle for anything less than what you deserve and also know your worth yeah. and mm-hmm. don't discount it. Like stick to it. This is, this is it, you know? Yeah. And, Marriage is supposed to be forever. Yeah. yeah. Coming as somebody who's been through divorce. Yeah. Marriage is supposed to be forever. Yeah, I yeah. would not wish divorce on anybody. Yeah. I, I've been divorced. I've had friends that have been divorced. Mm-hmm. Marriage is supposed to be forever. And I think we live in a culture right now that doesn't believe that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got TV shows and reality shows that are yeah. really fun to watch. Love is blind. Mm-hmm. Married at first sight. Great show, by the way. <laughs> it just great came out, didn't great- it? It's yeah. a great premise. <laughs> okay, it's a great I, w- premise. I will yeah. watch that. It. You should be falling in love with somebody emotionally first. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I get it. I think the premise works. I think the fatal flaw is mm-hmm. forcing them to get engaged. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and doing everything before backwards. they've spent any mm-hmm. real time together yeah. mm-hmm. because it doesn't. And then getting married, and then like 
Anyway, so and yeah. in, in I'm not trying to hype on the shows. What I'm saying is is that's coming from a culture yeah. where that if you're unhappy, you could just get a divorce. You get could, out. You could yeah. just get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When mm-hmm. when marriage is supposed to be a, a covenant mm-hmm. you're making between each other and with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when that covenant breaks, yeah. it's physically, mentally, and like it's like spiritually painful. Right. Yeah. And I've been through it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And so I think first off, you have to kind of decide that the culture you're going to have around marriage is this thing is permanent. Mm-hmm. This thing is forever. So when she's talking about not settling, okay, cool. Like, are you that lonely and you're that alone that you're just going to settle mm-hmm. and be stuck in something forever for the person that's not actually who you're supposed to be with yeah, right? be and terrible. be unhappy forever? And then what? Five years, six years, seven years down the line, you guys get a divorce. Yeah. And now you have to start all over again because yeah. you sped through the process or because you compromised on your list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like things are different. We don't like the same foods all the time. We don't like the same music. We definitely don't like the same TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> But our, we love Jesus. We most of the time think the same way about how we're going to raise our kids yeah. and what city we want to live in and what we want to do as far as what we feel like we're called to do. Like all of the value points are there. Yeah. yeah. And if it's something that's le- different outside of that, then we'll work those things out and mm-hmm. we do. But if if someone's like, like oh, I'm, I'm going to tithe my income. Oh, I'm never going to tithe. Yeah. That is you could consider that to be a deal breaker yeah. or I'm going to, where I'm going to church every Sunday and I'm, no, Oh, I don't go to church. Definitely. It, oh, I believe in God, but I'm like, I do like to me, the deal breaker is not just, are they a Christian or not anymore? Mm-hmm. So when somebody's like, yeah, I'm dating this person. Yeah. Are they a Christian? Well, Nope. You're wrong. Like, no, <laughs> this episode is called, You're you wrong. might be wrong. Like it's not, to me, it's like if your if your deal breaker is whether they're a Christian or not, you're not thinking deep enough. Yeah, there's yeah. so much more. To if it. you are on mission and you are called to a city, you're called to a community, and you know that the part of the pillars of my faith are to be in a small group, yeah, to read my Bible, to journal, to go to church. Right. Not only that, to serve, to tithe, yeah, to go over and above. Then, like. I, that that's part of the running the same direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, God revealed somebody next to me, not somebody who just went to church and was in the crowd that Sunday. And I looked at them and was like, Oh my God, you're cute. Let me talk to you in the courtyard. <laughs> it's like, no, this person was running, was going to battle with me mm. every yeah. single week yeah. at church, at crew. Like, yeah, you know what I'm For saying? Sure. Yeah. And so to me, it's like, that's a part of not settling, yeah. like settling. Oh, I'm just settling for this guy. Like whatever. It's like, no dude, like create your list of non-negotiables and then don't negotiate. Mm-hmm. That's it, dude. It's not that hard. No. Yeah. But I if you're too scared to be alone, I'd rather you be alone and happy. Yeah. No, literally but right now with somebody yeah. miserable. Yeah. I say that all the time. We said this last <laughs> episode. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, for yeah, me, you're wrong, <laughs> wrong, <laughs> you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> but, um, no, I think what's, what's the thing you've been saying lately? <laughs> what? I was wrong. <laughs> That's uh, my favorite. Those are my favorite words. Other than I, was I love say you. Something in Spanish. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I was just going to say Go that right before we started dating, I had accepted. I was like, I'm going to be the cool aunt. <laughs> 
but I'm not settling. Yeah. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be everybody's bestie. I'm going to help my friends raise their kids, yeah. but I'm going to live alone. Lead worship. You were ready. <laughs> I'm God. at that point. No I cats. Had accepted it. Girl, no cats. No, I'm not a cat girl. <laughs> no, legit. I'd have maybe a couple puppies, but that's it. Okay. Maybe Listen, a gold. I turned 36 next week. And yeah. at this point, I'm like, no more putting pressure on myself because of my girl. age. I'd rather be the one raising everybody mm. else's kids yes. than be settling for yeah. somebody no. that doesn't really want to mm, be yeah. there. Uh-uh. No. Be mm-hmm. the aunt. Yeah. Girl, you get to give them back yeah. and then go, you know, <laughs> it's, it's on the my trip. Watch Love is Blind But that's part of But that right there. Yeah. is part of the same thing again pastor rich would say <laughs> when they were going through their seasons of infertility yeah we were at every birthday yeah. party yeah, yeah. we were celebrating, celebrating every baby, baby shower. shower and it's like they became celebrators of people of the very thing that they're praying for oh, yeah. i mean yeah. i shoot weddings for a living let's be real i mean let's be <laughs> real i was gonna go there because you've tried to give that up so much and it's like don't give that up because then you're giving up on yourself. No, stop. <laughs> but he was getting on me because recently She's I've been yes. very convicted by our current collection of talks, Mature Me. Oh, me too, girl. And so me too. I am maturing in the way that we argue and settle our arguments. And so instead of, of instead of my initial Cuban reaction of overreact <sighs> and yell and cry i've now been just like um not that you're perfect at every argument by the way but i have been um controlling and honing my emotions you're like what would the mature me do right now exactly i was wrong what would the mature me do (laughs) and like you know what babe you're right I was wrong. <laughs> if he deserves it because he's actually right and I'm being it, but illogical. you're saying it with a different tone than you like like if you say it in the past it would be like in the tone of like you're I'm, right. I'm done like I'm you're a- shutting down. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, "Oh, you're right." <laughs> he's like mind blown by this. <laughs> but, you know, you're this like, is a lifelong journey. <laughs> I've been emotional and uh High strung my life. It's something that I've modeled, and now she's finally picked it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. You're right. Babe. Untrue. You're wrong. I'm so, I'm, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're, wrong. Not, you're right. Yeah. You've not modeled it. Two wrongs make Mr. Right. Stop. Anyways, I've matured in the way that we've settled our arguments. And if, if he deserves, if he's actually right in something, and I'm actually wrong, or I'm just being overreacting or being over overly emotional, I will yeah. just bring my guard down, like you take de-es- my defenses you off de-escalate. And, just, and de-escalate instead of escalate, which is my gut reaction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I love, I it. love you. I love it. I love it. We don't have time to ask you any questions, do we? So do we, we get to ask so are you, questions? So are you guys single? We get to ask questions? What, single and ready to so mingle. Since you just asked us what we think mm-hmm. people in 2024 should be doing. Let's let's close with this. <laughs> oh, geez. what has been from the, single women? What has been the biggest frustration in twenty twenty? Everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, where do I start? Um, <laughs> you go first. I'm I'm thinking. Um, what, would, what is it? What's like what's been the biggest frustration? Since it's like we're we're giving dating? people advice to what if people who are dating right now. So then, what would the frustrations? So that they know what not to do. I think yeah. people operate too much out of fear. And Pastor Rich said this in one of the uh, sermons lately, where he was like, "They're." You're more afraid of 
to fail than what was it that he said? You're more afraid to fail than to succeed. Like we prepare your chances for failure, of, yeah. but not rather but what than happens success. Happens yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like people are always like, Oh, if this relationship fails, if the, and it's like, you don't even try, like you're so much more afraid of it failing than mm-hmm. actually trying, mm-hmm. like actually giving it a hundred percent. So yeah, mm-hmm. that plus yeah. people not wanting to commit. I, I think. think it's that it's the, thinking they have too many options. Yeah. Yeah. But, they do. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But do you want something that's going to be lifelong and right. going to be worthwhile? It's, it's or do that, you want yeah. the, um, what's it called? The instant gratification. gratification. Right. I think so, I, th- I think a lot of people nowadays are led by emotions and fear yep. also. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my gosh, like it's like that euphoria. Like, I like you so much. And then like three months later, it's like, oh. Not anymore. Really, it died yeah. out. Let's like next, yeah. you know. So yeah, by feelings, feelings are fleeting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so that's what people so need I, to realize. Yeah. It's we're three years married. It's still a choice. Yeah, right? we love each other. Thank right. God, like we do. But it's still a choice. You have to yeah. choose each other every day. Yeah. If I did what I felt like I wanted to do every day, <laughs> imagine it that would not be you wouldn't think, you wouldn't get out of bed. You'd just keep I, I think that, absolutely yeah. <laughs> sleep all day. Honestly. I'd go get a right. manicure and go to the spa, <laughs> take a soul cycle class. I think we gotta take Caro out on a on a date. With all her. all <laughs> while Sayla's napping. Yeah. All while Sayla takes her magical takes nap. eight, eight hour, hour nap. nap. Yeah. We'll, we'll plan this. Don't worry. We'll plan it out. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Um, um, but yeah, no, I think also people are always down for the good times. But when, when, um, what is it? The time hits gets the rough, fan. The yeah. gets going. When times get really beep. rough, when beep hits the fan, it's like, yeah. yeah, like, okay, are we sticking through it together or are we not? Like, it's always, yeah, it's that, it's like the, the, the happy moments and then that's it. If it gets rough, yeah. that's it. Yeah, they, it's hard because out. we're looking for lifelong partnerships. So it's, yeah. it's hard. It's it's really hard to find that nowadays. Yeah. In so. what life is everything happy and perfect? Right. It yeah. doesn't exist. Yeah. So you do. It is so that's important. The and the bet. older you get, like, I mean, we're both in our 30s. It's yeah. like, I want somebody that will be there when yeah. things are not yeah, great and happy. Count yeah, on. Yeah, of yeah. course. That's, I mean, that's why those, those classic wedding vows, I think, say to it best. Until- so it's like... I, for us, it's like we wrote vows, mm-hmm. but then I was like, I also want to say these traditional vows, right. sickness and in health, for which you're for poor. Right. People and don't mean that nowadays. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, do you know yeah. what you're saying? Is that vow is it's supposed important. to mean something. It's right. so important. Right. And if it doesn't mean anything to you, then why are you saying even it? Even for me, it. even for me, the word I love you is like. It's a lot. Do you it's know huge. It carries a weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say it left and right. Oh, yeah. I love you. I love you. I'm like. Mm. They mean I lust you. Yeah. Yeah, you know or I mean? I'm infatuated. There's like with four different or, words for at least yeah. four different words for love in in the in the Greek in the Bible, mm-hmm. and yeah. one of them in and so like phileo is the brotherly love, mm-hmm. like storge was like the family love. Um, what's the other ones? Agape. I, no, that's the no, last that's, one. That's the last one. Uh, eros mm-hmm. yeah. is the lustful love, like the the attraction. Yeah, and then yeah, then you have. Agape, which is what Jesus was saying, is unconditional love. Right. And I think if people start and they say "I love you," but they really mean "I lust you," mm-hmm. it it's it's it gets confusing. Absolutely, very confusing. And so yeah. then you open, you're, you know, what I'm saying you and open so, your heart, and then you're like, Wait, so where our what? love was phileo yeah. love, then I feel like it moved to storge, which mm-hmm. was like, which is this family love, which yeah. is mm-hmm. like, wow, like I love you because I feel related to you, mm-hmm. I feel connected to you. And then the agape love came mm-hmm. in well, and the eros mm-hmm. love and everything. You know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. think I think there's levels to this thing. Yeah. And I think if you start at 
at one and it's not always yeah. a doorway to the next one. Definitely. I, agree. I think your spouse, another thing just to really wrap up, I know we're trying to wrap up and remember is just. Is it tomorrow yet? <laughs> <laughs> your spouse is the only person who you choose mm-hmm. to love. Mm-hmm. You, you're you born into your family. Your mm-hmm. parents love you because yep. you're their child. Mm-hmm. Your siblings love you because they're your sibling. Mm-hmm. You love your children because they're your children. Oh, that's that's a whole nother podcast. We can talk about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and it's just and this then, incredible, unconditional love. Yeah. But your spouse is the person that you find and you choose to love them and you decide that you're going to spend, yeah. hopefully, God willing, life. the rest of your life with them. Yeah. So it's not something to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. You should absolutely choose with intention. Yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, go with someone who you know is not only just your equal, but is going to be there, like you say, yeah. through, the, through, the, through the happy times, through the hard times. Because trust me, there are hard times. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you better be with someone who's not going to. Who's not going to walk out the door yeah. at any at any like inclination of a struggle, mm-hmm. right? Like they got to be strong enough to tough it out with you. Yeah, period. For sure. That's why don't settle. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag don't settle. Mm-hmm. Hashtag you're wrong. I'm just yeah. gonna let uh, <laughs> you Greg be my matchmaker. Like <laughs> that's that's <laughs> listen, Greg was our matchmaker when we met because you this told me true. about Andrea. You're like, you should meet Andrea. And he told me about you. Yeah. And yeah. look, now we have oh, a podcast together. just work with like dating? Wow. It's like friends. He yeah. matches Full friends. Full circle. Yeah. He's like Bumble. You that, know? that was <laughs> pretty Which side, Bumble? Which side of the app you want to be on? The yeah. friend I'll app? try my best, guys. <laughs> I, I also have a list of guys on, that, need that are my friends that, 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 need, <laughs> that need girls as well. That you've probably suggested. That as much advice as they ask me, they don't take it. Yeah. And it's so annoying. <laughs> Like, okay. Are you saying we don't take your advice? No, you do. <laughs> you do. I promise. <laughs> Is that real? Like, what do you I am, I'm, You're wrong. You're, That's what he I tells us. I like it. I'm, I feel honored. Mm. Thank you guys for doing yeah, this. Yeah, this. This is fun. This thank is you fun. for and thank you for dinner. Oh, yeah. Those dinners yeah. are real, guys. It's not fake food. <laughs> real food. <laughs> real food. So good. You guys are amazing. Yeah, thank we you. love you guys. So we'll come much. back and talk about nothing about marriage. You Parenthood. Know? <laughs> Yeah, like what else do we talk about? Worship. Yeah. Worship. We yeah. could we could read a book. Parenthood. Parenthood. Yeah. Or we can motherhood. Put, we can have you guys Pop put in. us on the hot seat. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do Give that. Give me all your questions, <laughs> boys. <laughs> oh God, no. No, I mean maybe in general. Some, maybe Just some general men questions. too. But yeah, what's it like to take photos for a living? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I don't want a camera. Stop it. I don't. I Stop don't it. know. Actually, I think being a freelance photographer is the scariest thing. Oh, it is okay. We can scary. talk about that. Yeah. I would never. I would become an NFL football player before that. <laughs> Are you like, serious? I, yeah, I would just. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. I would not. I, where does my insurance come from? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. like, where do I? If I don't book a job, what That's do I I'm do? Looking for a, <laughs> an insurance daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that was the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Andrea. Break bread. Break bread. bread. With your people. With your people. Anyways, bye, guys. Thank you guys so much. Until next time. Bye, guys.